Welcome to the Live, Laugh, Love Real Estate Podcast. Hosted by Boston real estate agents, Lisa Loveland and Costa Hanses. On this podcast, you'll hear everything from real estate tips, insights, and stories to personal development strategies, mindset hacks, and all things Boston. Now, join me in welcoming your host, Lisa Loveland. Welcome back. We've been off for a couple weeks because Costa was traveling to LA, doing all kinds of exciting, fun things for content. He'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, so we are back in the studio, and today we want to talk about um, a little bit of mindset and seven ways to kickstart your day. We are reading this article. These aren't our original ideas, but what we thought we would do is just go through the seven items and then talk a little bit about our personal experience and feelings on all seven. So number one is to stretch. Number two is meditation. Number three is remember your why. Number four, visualize. Number five, gratitude. Number six, let things go. Don't hang on to everything. And number seven, affirm. Affirm why you're here. So why don't we start um, with stretching? Awesome. My least favorite thing to do that I know I should I be doing. It's my worst favorite thing too. And we talked about this in one of our first <laughs> episodes, the uh, boot camp that I was doing at the Cape. And oh my God, I'm going to miss it. I think we only have a few more sessions left, but it's been so good. <clears throat> I always say, um, um, Allie Waldo is the, is, the, uh, is the trainer and she's fabulous. Uh, and we stretch, we do great stretching before and after. And her workouts are just so focused on each individual muscle. I haven't been injured once. Um, and it's, it's because of how she uh, plans the, the workouts, and it's also the stretching. So I also play tennis, and I don't stretch before I play tennis, and you know, I definitely feel the difference in my legs, in my arm, um, and in my back. So I need to, and it's only 15 minutes. I don't know why I can't just put that into my morning routine. I need to start that because it really makes such a difference in how you move throughout the day. Totally. Um, somebody I follow a lot, a, a bunch of other different people talk about this too. It feels like every like person I read on morning routines and podcasts and they talk about it, everything kind of blends into and it bleeds over. People have like the cer- certain things that work for them. Certain people have things that work for them, but there's some overlapping things and almost all of them talk about not necessarily, it can be stretching, but just like when you wake up in the morning, do something between like five to 10, even 15 minutes of just like walking, go on the treadmill, like walk for five, 10 minutes just yeah. to like wake up the body stretch for a little bit, jump up and down for five minutes. You don't even need to go to the gym. And they say, and although I've done this too, but it's kind of, I've gotten away from this, but they say just the best thing to do in the morning is kind of just do a quick little workout to get the blood flowing, get your wake up a little bit for five, 10 minutes, and then get straight to your most important thing that you need to do in the day. That's something that I've tried before. Uh, Craig Ballantyne talks talks about it a lot of just quick workout or not even working out, but just something to move and then just get to your most important thing of the day. Tackle that first and that will, you'll see a a ton of productivity. But now I did that for a little bit, but now I kind of like to go to the gym in the morning instead, which I always did. But then I kind of bounced back and forth the old routine when I would just like do like five minutes of like moving and do work. I'd go to the gym like later in the morning, but Mm -hmm. now it's usually I'll wake up and immediately just go to the gym and just get that done and then come back shower and, and start working. But I definitely feel like 
it kind of delays some stuff because you go to the gym, you're doing this and you work out and then like something else comes up and then maybe you get distracted. And by the time you come back home, you shower, you get ready. If you want breakfast, you eat breakfast, you do that too. And by the time it's like, where, where did all the time go? It's right. like 10 o'clock by right. now. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm best in the morning. I like to get up and work out in the morning, then start my day. Yeah. And I do the same thing. The hardest, th- that part I always do. And that's easy. I can do the hardest things first because the day absolutely does get away from you. Um, it, number two, they talked about meditation. I, 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 I don't meditate as far as sit there and, and, and be in a position and hold it and, and clear my mind. I do more um, active guided meditations or I listen to um, uh, informational podcasts or spiritual podcasts or anything about energy. But I don't do it in the morning. So this says do it in the morning. I, that would make me way too relaxed because sometimes I fall asleep. Yeah. So I do that before I go to bed. And it really helps me sleep. And it's a great way, um, for me anyway, to clear all the, you know, the busyness and the stress of the day. Totally. Yeah, I never was somebody that liked to. I try the meditating in the morning just because I read like a lot of people like found it very helpful and different things like, things like that. But just like anything people's opinions are their opinions. It might work for them, but it might not work for you. So just don't, because you read this or listen to us say certain things that work for us, doesn't mean that it's just adopt it. And, and even if you hate it, it doesn't work for you, continue doing it just because somebody told you to. You have to take what you hear and learn and apply it to your own life and only use, maybe only a portion works for it. Just like we're saying with meditation, I don't like meditating of like the calmness, dark in the morning of just like breathing. Cause it's like, I wake up in the morning, like I'm already tired enough. I don't like to sit in a dark room and meditate and clear my mind. I want to get up in the morning and get going and start my day. Yeah. I have to, I do the same thing and some people, but yeah, you have to, I think the biggest thing about any kind of routine is you have to buy in. Like you said, you have to buy into it. It yeah. has to work for you. These are just some kind of guidelines that are helpful. I'm um, personally like a bigger fan too of, um, I, I believe that the day starts the night before in terms of that can go a diff- bunch of different ways. But the night before I, I have adopted this by planning out, if I schedule out the next day, I'm like, all right, tomorrow, today's what? Today's Wednesday is to say, all right, tonight what I'll do is go to my notes app on my phone, yep. open up like a checklist, whatever you want to do. I, I just like the notes app. It's easy enough. And it's always syncing to my phone and com- computer. But I just go in there and I'll be like, all right, wake up this time. Even though I know what time to wake up mm-hmm. and I, I already know it, it helps you just write it down just to re- yep do it in your head for some reason if you if you don't sometimes it lets it slips I know, away I do, I do the same thing yeah. i wake up at 5 30 every morning but i still i have a little thing on my app that wakes me up at six with this cute little song if uh if i sleep past six o'clock that's perfect yeah i have my alarm like <laughs> 10 minutes i think I have, I have it like 10 15 minutes past mine too just because i don't yeah. want to be woken up by the alarm but i also don't want to sleep past the alarm or a certain time so i do do that um but then i just i'll script out the day i'll be all right in the morning gym wake up at this time, gym, or at this meeting, have to do this, X, Y, Z, whatever it is for the day, up until the end for the most part of the big events. Even if I like have in my calendar, I'll still write it down just so I know I wake up in the morning, I'll already have like an idea, but then I, if I like, kind of like, all right, where am I going? I'll look at my notes app and be like, all right, I gotta do this next. And yep. a big thing you can relate that to is CEOs of companies and different business people, they have assistants who script out their day and say, when they wake up in the next morning, they go to the office, there's a schedule either on a calendar or on their desk that says, all right, you're from here to here, 8 to 9 a.m., you're here, 10 to 11, you're here. Right. And there's no other way you could do it because what are you just going to remember, like no. 15 different meetings? And, and you don't want to be thinking about what you're going to be doing when it's you're 15 minutes away from needing to be at that meeting or activity. Totally. Yeah, so that's that's great. Which brings us to remember your why. Um, you know, why one. are you 
in this business, you know, if you're working nine to five, why? Is it because you're you're told this is what you need to do? You've again, you've got to buy into um, what you're doing so that you stay authentically motivated. Totally, that is a question that or a topic that's I'm constantly thinking about. Mm-hmm. I used to not think about it as much. I, don't, I feel like you should always ask yourself why. There's a great book that start called Start with Why. I think it's Simon mm-hmm. Sinek wrote it and just pretty much if you're having trouble with life or just not very very clear on your goals just go back to like why you you even want to do something he explains it way better it's like you can relate to business and different things like that but say for example you're say for me for example i'll give myself as like a a personal like reflection of it too it's like when i used to work my nine to five job although before i I knew i did want to do this long term but i found myself asking all right why am i doing this like what does this actually like make me happy and I know that's like superficial, doesn't make me happy, but Gary V talks about it a lot. And it's like, you rather, he says this too, even though he makes, does very well, makes a lot of money. He says he rather do something that makes him like a hundred thousand dollars a year or $200,000 a year compared to his like million dollar salary that like generally makes him happy mm-hmm. every day than versus make a million dollars. It's like, if you're making that much money, you're just miserable going to work every day. There's not really a point to doing it. I rather, for me personally, everybody's different. Everybody. If I was younger and answering this question, I'd be like, screw it. I want all the money. Like, I want this, the toys, right. the cars and stuff like that. But as I've gotten older, it's like, all right, that stuff's cool. Like, I, I, I would like to have that stuff too. And I'm going to work towards that. But it doesn't, doesn't make you happy. Right. It, it's yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, and I'm, I'm more, I, uh, I'm a worrier. <laughs> I think it's in my DNA. Um, so I have to ask myself, why am I worrying? I mean, so many times these worries never even come true. And the spin that your brain can play in your world is unbelievable. So that's a, that's a really great one to try to tackle. Um, why am I worrying? What, is it even real? Yeah. I mean, and so many times it comes back, it's not real. And what's the worst case scenario if it actually did happen? It's not that big of a deal. So to clear our minds, it's, it's, it's all these things kind of work together you know if you meditate you're, you're trying to get your mind clear totally. when you're remembering your why you're trying to figure out what's really important and what is actually real what what about what of of these fears could actually happen and, and what's the likelihood when you really get down to it um and then we we can come to number four visualizing i'm a, i'm wildly visual i have always been i always will be and i'm and I, there's another thing in here talking about grateful. I'm grateful that I'm visual because I, I can, I do it in sports. I do it in business. I do it in personal. Um, I do it in my, all my goals. I can see, I can see things. I can see them and they're imprinted in my brain. Um, and it's, um, it's just, a, it's a, it's a great way to lay things out. It's a great way to, um, achieve your goals. When we see it, we, we, we embody it, we become it. And then it manifests. Totally. I mean, I could go on and on. It's hard to like take all the thoughts about all the stuff and put it into one condensed like statement for you guys. But visualizing is just, I, I visualize personally, like everything I do this podcast, I had an image in my head of like how we're going to set up the cameras, what we're going to need for gear, what's going to look like when we have guests on and just like picturing ourselves already doing it almost like a, a dream or something like mm-hmm. that. Just picturing, all right, we're going to be sitting here talking. We have the mics here. The camera should be here on that level or it could be in terms of your dreams like if you have a goal to live in a a huge house on a lake someday with a nice boat and cars before you go to bed at night picture yourself sitting on like the deck at the house or sitting Mm -hmm. on that boat actually 
at that lake, picture yourself already having those things. And the more you imagine that, the more you're going to kind of in your central uh, reticular activating Activated system. system yep. Like when you see red car, when you, you, you buy a red car and like all of a sudden you're going to see Sorry. a ton of red cars yeah. in the road. It's the same thing with this. If you see, you surround yourself with the things that you want, the more opportunities are going to come for, first of all, cause you're surrounding yourself with people like that, but mm-hmm. be your mind's going to be triggered always to think that that's possible. If you yep. don't think you can get the big house or the dreams, whatever your goals are to you, everybody has different goals and successes yeah. just depending on what you call success, monetary happiness, physical. Yeah. All of it. It just visualize what, and it goes back to the, as we were saying before, Lisa, you were saying like it connects to all these different things, like the visualizing connects to your why. And if you, cause you got to visualize why am I doing this or why do I want those things in the first place? I had that conversation, conversation with myself. <laughs> I thought that uh, I have many yeah, conversations yeah, with myself. Yeah, yeah. I find myself very interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know why myself does. I do certain things sometimes too. We, we, we have talks too, just being like yeah. that. That was not smart, but um, yeah, it's just like, visualizing like why you're actually like you why do you want a big house and a car a boat boat does that like actually you do you actually want those things or do you want those things just to show everybody else that you have those things right it's like and, it, and if that's what you're looking to fill yourself then there's something missing and totally. that's what you have to look inward and 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 decide and, and figure out and then manifest what it is that's actually going to really make maybe maybe happiness isn't it, happiness um maybe joy is a better you know, when we're filled with joy, I feel like that yeah. is a bigger energy that moves things. Happiness feels a little sugary to me. Like, oh, I'm happy today. Oh, yeah. you know, I just saw that. That made me feel happy. I just saw that little dog. It's so <laughs> cute. Um, but when you're filled with joy and, and you know why you're happy, you know what what drives you. And um, it when you feel, I think for me, it's when I feel whole. Totally. Yeah, I mean, any like superficial thing I bought, a clothing item, uh, car, whatever it is, made it might have gave me temporary happiness. Like, oh, sweet! Like, I love this. I love this new outfit. I love this. These new shoes I bought. These are sweet. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you should feel confident and be proud to own that, especially if they were something that you invested and you've been saving up for a while. Yep. And it's something that means a lot to you. That's a little different too. But even at the same time, it's like that. That wears off after a while. It's like, all right, I have the shoes now. Or I have this, and you you always kind of want more. And, and it re- starts that endless chain of when is it enough? And everyone goes through that. That's just the human experience. It's 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 realizing that and wanting to change it. Totally. Um, ironically, here we come to number five, gratitude. And, you know, everyone talks about gratitude. Make your gratitude list. So I, I think that's great. But I'm speaking more about get real with what you're grateful for. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that, of course, we're grateful for health. Of course, we're grateful for these things. But really go deep inside and feel what you're grateful for. I was doing the showing um, and they had a plaque on the wall or something and it was a saying and it said, if, um, uh, if, if you could only have today the things you, and th- this isn't a religious thing, but the plaque said, if you could have today only the things that you thanked God for yesterday, what would they be? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I turned yeah, around. I'm like, wow, that just made an impact. Yeah. And think of all the things we complain about. And then we, we don't actually say the things that we're grateful for because it's easier to complain. And if that were really a situation where you could only keep what you thanked, what you were truly verbally grateful for the day before, um, that's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah, totally. I, I, have, I do gratitude in the morning. Usually... 
I'll go on a streak of doing it, then I'll kind of like slack off a little bit. But the thing I did before too, and again, a lot of people talk about this, is just write down in the morning three things you're grateful for. And it could be, try not to write like the general like family health or this. Try to be specific. Like I was at the store yesterday and this person said like my outfit was really cool and like I really like your style. Like that makes you probably f- felt good. I remember mm-hmm. one time I at my old job actually, um, I'll never forget this, the concierge, um, who I, I try to be like nice to everybody and like treat everybody the same thing. Yeah. I walk into the, the uh, building when I was working at that old job at a, like the luxury apartments, like I'll see the concierge. I'll, I'll get super excited. Like, hey, what's going on? Like, how you doing? Like, how was your weekend? And like, stuff like that. And they'll be like, oh, it's great. Like they'll have a conversation. Everybody, like I try to do that because it, it, there's no difference just because like people will say like somebody's more important because they make more money or higher status. It's, it's like, no, everybody's has a place and everybody's trying to work to what they're trying to do. Right. Be kind to everybody. And I'll never forget uh, later in when we were there one day, I think the, the person's daughter came to visit um, and I was just like working in the office and all of a sudden I, I see the concierge like walk up to me with, with the little girl and I was like, I, cause he's talked about his daughter before and he's like, Hey, like what I forget what, the, what his daughter's name was. He's like, I just want you to meet cost over here. Like he's one of the good guys. And I was like, well, that, that he's a really good person. Like I like him a lot. And I was like, I, I didn't expect it coming, but it, like it definitely like made me feel like really good inside that. Like I, I had an impact enough to have this guy want to introduce his daughter right. to me. Who's just like this little sweet like eight year old girl, and she's like, "Hi, how you doing?" Like I was like, "I was like, I'm doing good." Just like try to be as friendly as yeah. possible, and it's just like that was like one of the things that when I think about things that I'm grateful for and try to like write down things that I'm grateful for, I try to relate it to that experience and that feeling. Mm-hmm. Like what made me truly feel like that? Right, right, right. So you're grateful for who you've become. Yeah, and that that's wonderful. Um, and then th- number six is to let things go, let go of grudges, let go of negativity and tension that's inside of us. Um, you know, we can't, we can't change the past. We're, we're here to this journey of, of life is about learning. It's not about perfection. Um, it's not about all the things that we think we're supposed to have. You know, we attract situations to w- whether we believe that or not. I, I believe we attract situations in order to help us heal and grow and evolve. Um, and when we are able to look at our life journey in through that lens it's a lot easier to let things go because we understand that they were here for a reason and the, and as long as we're learning um we're moving ourselves forward and I, I don't mean that like we always have to be moving forward but we do always have to be evolving um, yeah that's kind of uh why we're all here um so yeah i mean i i, I like to use this saying even more now but like everything happens for us, not against us. Mm-hmm. You might want to be like something bad happens to you. Something, I don't know, affects you. Something at work comes up and it's easy to be like, Oh, that sucks. Like this is this person's fault. I hate this. This is bad. This is terrible. But it, every time like something like that's happened for me personally, and I think people should at the same time, take it as a learning experience. Maybe that like Absolutely. you were meant to, that was meant to be this. So you can realize, you know, why am I at this job? Like I, I uh, which literally happened to me. And I was like, maybe like this scenario and like what's happening at work was meant for me to then look at different scenarios and explore different options. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this bad thing happened. I got, I don't know, I lost money in some stocks. I, this ha- has happened many times, losing some money in stocks. But then by doing that, losing that money made me a better person to like look at the stock before. And I know, okay, next time I see an example like this, this is happening. I know to not go that way or, or divert and put my money somewhere else and just, 
take every experience that happens to you. If it's bad, I know it sucks in the moment. I'm not telling you to be like, if something terrible happens, to be like, you know what? That's I great. Love it. This is I so love great. it. Man, it's a learning experience <laughs> for me. Like, fantastic. No, I mean, like after the next days, be like, you know what? Every time it's happened to me, the next couple of days or weeks goes by, I'm like, you know what? Like, that sucked, but like, look where I am now. Like, it actually might have happened. Maybe it didn't at the same time. Maybe like but, you just meant you to tough what? it out. But. but you know what? That's a great point. You made a choice to look at it that way, that it was a learning experience. Yeah. We have choices. That's what we, 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 we can't control life. Like, life works through us, but we can control how we respond to the situations. And we can choose to learn something from those situations so that they're not repeated. And even if they're repeated, you know, a lot of times th that happens. Um, but we have choices. We can choose to be kind. We can choose to be positive. And that's not to say don't feel your feelings and don't have emotion. You have to. You have to. You wouldn't know if something were, you wouldn't know if you're happy if you haven't felt sad. 100%. You wouldn't know what success felt like if you hadn't failed. And you will not be the best person you can be if you haven't gone through failures and you haven't suffered and you haven't felt some pain because on totally. the other side of that is the growth and the evolution um, that everyone achieves and we can't get that from money or things we can only get that from ourselves so for people that don't want to do that kind of work that's a an unfortunate uh, statement but for people that do it's an awesome statement because you're in charge of your destiny and you're in charge of how kind you are to someone, how accepting. You know, is it really that difficult to be kind to someone? Is it going to change anything? It's, it's for me. I can say this for me. It's, it's easier for me to be kind than it is for me to hold a grudge. It doesn't feel good, and no. it doesn't bring anything. And you can't, you can't change it. Um, so le letting go, um, and and learning and knowing that we have a choice um, is huge. I'll say one more thing on that too. If you find people or you're already surrounded by people that do have that mindset, that negative mindset of always being victim, blaming everybody else for, oh, this is because of this person or this is that. And, oh, I'm in this position because of this person, that person. Avoid those people at all costs. Yeah. You do not want their energy vampires. You do not want to be near them. Because yep. it won't distance change. them. Even if they're family. Everybody talks about family's family. I, I, I'm different in that. I mean, it, it depends. If somebody's negatively impacting your life whoever they are you don't need them you shouldn't have them in your life right and it doesn't mean like with family you can't cut them out or some sometimes people do fortunately i love my family and they're positive right um but um but you can have different categories you know they don't have to be in your life to the degree or intensity as someone who is positive kind open and you have the same goals and then th those friend groups change all the time you know because we're changing all the time um, so yeah, absolutely agree hundred percent. You got to surround yourself by like-minded people. And then that brings us to uh, the last one, which is affirmation, which kind of sums up everything that we've talked about. Um, you know, you have to, you have to, you know, affirm and know where you're going and, and, um, and trust it. You know, you, you can't manifest the life that you want if you aren't aware of it visualize it grateful for the choices and character that you've built um and then you'll you'll see yourself in a whole new light totally another tip for affirmations too is uh, i think kevin O'Leary from shark tank does this but takes sticky notes and puts it on his bathroom mirror of like different things i think either he needs to do or other things that he like wants to accomplish so like mm -hmm. i, I want to Gary, I like Gary V. Just talks about buying the jets. If you know Gary V, he loves he has his obsession <laughs> with buying the jets. So I'm sure he has buying the jets like written everywhere. 
Jets memorabilia. But if you want to, whatever, at a smaller scale, like do something else, just take a sticky note, write it on the, because the bathroom's like the first place you walk in the morning right. usually, wherever it is in your room, put it there, a little sticky note, a picture of it, so you can see it every day and just be reminded, like, that's where yeah. you want to go. And a general reminder, if you're just, one of the things too I did too is uh, I have a uh, storyboard or visual visual light. Yeah, I have a whiteboard and I have notebooks. I'm I'm a I'm a list fanatic. Yeah. I've got lists for everything. I write everything down. Totally. Just do your best. If I have this like the um, the story, they call it something. The dream board is dream what I board. think the thing is. I literally just took pictures of things that I, I liked and things that I wanted to accomplish. Things I wanted what what I wanted my life to look like pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I've already cross some things off on that list, which is super cool. I, I realized that the other, a few weeks ago, I was like, because I, even though it's in like my room, I could see it every day. I don't always look at it. And like one, I remember I hadn't looked at it in a bit and I looked at it like the other week or something like that. And like, I was like, wait, I, I accomplished that. And I accomplished that one too. Like, that's sweet. I mean, I'm wearing special, if you, you can't see, but I'm wearing Corgi socks right now. So a Corgi's <laughs> actually on the, the dream board. I've got the I socks. I love that you love Corgi's. I know, they the, bring you good luck. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the queen. You're going to be adorable when you get a Corgi. I'm going to cry probably yeah, when yeah, I get the Corgi. Yeah. I don't know about cry. I don't really cry too often. But maybe, if I, I, I might. I mean, just might be taken <laughs> by storm. Like, the cutest like, little Corgi. I, I just love Corgi's. I think they're just like, the queen has a corgi, their royal dog, and not that, not that I really care what the queen does. That's a whole other story about the royal family. I, I, I'm not getting a corgi. I didn't even know the queen liked corgis or had yeah. corgis until like somebody told me, my mom actually told me because she likes the British shows and stuff like that. I was like, I, I, it wasn't because of the queen, it's because I wanted them. So, yeah. You also had a big accomplishment too. You and some of your uh, entrepreneurial friends went out to LA and did some really cool filming for content. Yeah, that was super fun. Um, my friends do social media and TikTok. They've grown to about over 600,000 followers. It's unbelievable. On TikTok, like 60K. They just passed on Instagram. And just like seeing them from the beginning where there was doubt and just like didn't know what was, this was going to make of to all of a sudden being in LA and a trip with a manager and a person that helps with videos that they were saying to us was just like, we're very goofy in our friends. Like we're not like super serious. Like conversations like blow smoke our way. It's just like more about more just like fun and we joke around but then like there are times where it's just like oh like oh shit we're look where we are right now like we're in this massive mansion if you guys yep. know dan blazarian who's like kind of like the modern day hugh hefner he got famous on instagram by posting like crazy lifestyle pictures er, er, social media is, if you know social media you probably know dan blazarian he's one of the like the og people to social media and he used to live in this massive sixty five thousand dollar mansion sixty five uh, million dollar mansion in la and i think it was in bel-air and there would just be like the most ridiculous parties thrown there. It was crazy. You'd see YouTube videos, celebrities, um, DJs playing there, like top DJs like Marshmallow. And he like no longer lives there. And a company called Wish bought it, which is like uh, kind of like AliExpress, um, which is like a marketplace website. They bought the house, and now they have uh, they let creators come there and like film content there. So, so cool. we were able to get in there. Uh, it was kind of crazy the way we got in because they don't let everybody in, but. Yeah. They have a following, which is crazy to think it too. It's like, well, but they do have the following to like allow yeah. us to get in the house. But even though you don't think like you belong in that sort of like scenario, it was super cool to be there and be like standing right on the, like the ledge overlooking this beautiful Hollywood Hills where like I used to see like sweet parties and like crazy things happen. And it's like a, a reminder to be like, you know, what? like it, it's different. I, I always am like say this, but it's like different when it like actually like happens to mm-hmm. you. Like, you can look at it. Um, look at other people accomplishing goals and it's like this big celebration they'll, they'll pop bottles and different things like that but like for me it's like i'll accomplish something i'll be like 
I won't realize it till after. Like, well, I, but I isn't that a great that. feeling? And and look at you're doing all the right things. You're hanging around with like-minded people. You're 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 got your goals. You don't have fear. You're taking risks. You're working hard, and you're open and you're creative. And look where you are. And you're humble. I yeah. love it. <laughs> I try to be as humble yep. as possible. I mean, I don't, I don't, no place for people that are assholes. Yeah. And like take their. Cause there are people when we went out there that are. I mean a bunch, but there's definitely it's very transactional in mm-hmm. LA. LA is a place that I, I, I probably I used to want to move to LA after college. Um, I just had that because I was into music. I wanted to do that, but then I just didn't because different things work came up, and I just didn't. COVID hit, never did. And then it was finally cool to go out there and be like, all right, this is what I was moving into, and it was like this would probably be fun for like three to six months, maybe a right. year, just to like make the connections and different things like that and explore stuff. But like definitely not a long term scene for me. And you very tried transactional. It, but you tried it. You know, and, and you learn good. from it. Yeah. And and, the cha- and our paths change all the time. And that's what's so exciting. But we don't know how our paths are going to change if we don't if we don't execute. Yeah. It's not just living these these visualizations and these these dreams in our heads. We've got to go out and actually, you know, m- make it happen. Yeah. And then decide if that's the route we want to go or if we need to, you know, tweak it a bit. You don't know until you actually like go there. I mean, like I would hate to be in very like, I guess. I don't even know what the right word is like arbitrary, but um, if you want to do something and say you see somebody else that has like a, a lifestyle, they're living a certain lifestyle and you're like, there's jealousy towards that. Then that means that you haven't, there's still more you need to work on yourself. You want to get to that level. Like if somebody has like a, a sweet car, car is like the most common example, but if somebody's driving like a, a sweet Ferrari and like, you can't afford a Ferrari, but you're just jealous of that person because they have one. It's like, obviously you need to work harder because you do want that. So don't pretend like that is not something that you, you don't mm-hmm. want. Don't hate on them. Just be like, I haven't accomplished that yet. I do want that. Yeah. It's the same thing with going for me, going to LA and wherever it is or wherever you want to do. Don't wake up one day and be like, oh, I should have at least tried them. Be like, oh, if I went there, then this would have happened. If I'd done that right. and that would have happened. It's like, actually go there. It doesn't be a long time. Like go there, see if you like it. And if you do, it might be scary to say like, I loved LA and I was like, I want to move to LA. This is whatever. This is my scene. Then maybe that was, it, it would be scary. But at the same time too, would you rather have like not done that? And like, always wondered what it, your what life would, would be like? like? Absolutely. And it's no, tough. Right. I mean, it's easier said than done too. Always. It always is. But yeah, hopefully you can apply some of these things that we talked about again. Like the podcast is like us sharing personal experiences that mm-hmm. are like helped us. It's not like, I don't know everything. I'm still young. I, I have a lot to go. Um, a lot to learn. So I, I don't want to be, and I kind of, when I first started out and like different things on like social media, like everybody be like, all right, you got to portray this like social media. This is how you get famous or this is how you get a following is like portraying this like lifestyle that to make people like want to live your lifestyle. It's like, all right, like that's cool. But like I rather actually live that lifestyle because of that. That's what Absolutely. I do. And just share like, Hey, like super grateful. I could go on this trip or stay at this hotel. Super grateful. I bought this car. I thank you for everybody that helped me get to that level. Yes. Not just like look at my car and like I'm standing from my car, like and just like a <laughs> caption being like, or oh, the car, or like a, 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 a stupid house logo. It's and like, it's you know it takes a what do they say? It takes a village, and it really does. You know, it's you, it's it's about networking. It's about pulling people in. It's about bringing people up with you. Um, about being open and inclusive and creative and uh, getting executable items, actions rather. Totally. So, yeah, this is always about just things that uh, we, we've experienced and shared certainly isn't get up here and be on a soapbox. So we <laughs> really appreciate you guys. Your, your, our viewers, we're certainly grateful for. And um, uh, we'd love for you to subscribe. Hit the button subscribe for the podcast. And we will see you next week.